Pause Up Podcast, episode 19. We're back just one episode away from episode 20. You know, Ooh, we, won't really, we won't be spoiling too much, but maybe the biggest guest we've had to date will be joining us on episode 20. You know, when we talk about pro athletes, I think that's what we'll leave it at, Jake. Jake, what's up? <laughs> Talking all sports today, even giving a shout out to tennis towards the end. Who yeah. But Super exciting. Nice to excited. have you back, Kevin. We, yeah. we missed you in episode 18. Yeah, it's man. Good job on the great Yeah, it was great. It was great. I was I was able to watch some of it or most of it, to be honest with you. And Grayson was great. And, you mm-hmm. know, shout out to you and Johnny. Johnny for pinch pinch hosting, I guess you could say. For yeah, me, yeah. In this case. But we have, we know, have a great so, reliever so, in Jonathan Mayer. He'll be back next episode. That's the only yeah. guest we're leaking right now. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. How's everything, Jake? We're, we're ready to talk uh, OFIU athletics today. Yeah, it's, there, there's quite a bit to talk about. A lot, of of course, baseball and softball in, in the midst of their seasons, and uh, of course. But, you know, sports like basketball and football, there's always some news to talk about. And we have some, some awesome news from some of the other sports that we have uh, on campus that don't always – uh get the love as far as 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 media coverage but beach volleyball and tennis uh some some great stories there that we'll talk about uh, later yep. as always subscribe to the youtube and um you know i think we've been a little bit inconsistent when it comes to posting on audio but we're back doing that for sure that's going to be being that's going to get posted every other day i think is how we're doing this so the day mm-hmm. after the podcast is really we live stream the podcast will be released via um Basically anywhere you can listen, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I don't even know where else you could listen to a podcast besides those. That, that, that's right. All the amazing outlets we now have with the show. Uh, we, ha- we have SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Yeah, so all those spots, you could just simply you know, leave a nice little five-star rating. You could subscribe. You could follow and you know, share, share, share the podcast. We're trying to grow as much as we can. Uh, obviously, episode twenty is coming up next, mm-hmm. so we're almost. That's a big milestone, season. Kevin. I can hardly yeah. believe it. Episode, yeah, it's, it's crazy. You know, we started this. I would say maybe that last game of the football season. Yeah. There, now we are almost at season two of the podcast. Yeah. Fall, fall, fall. And and, and it's, it's crazy month. to think that five episodes after episode twenty, it'll be twenty-five. It'll be it'll be a quarter of a hundred episodes in this long journey that uh that, yeah and it's been i guess super fun kind of mentioned some of the programming notes because obviously with you know before we even get started i think it's fair to mention it and be brutally honest not really brutal but you know with fiu sports kind of winding down basically all we have left right now jake is baseball and softball yeah and you know content in terms of that is basically going to be out we could probably just do a couple season yeah. reviews and you know, After stories that, are stories are hard to come by, but the guests are plentiful. So and that's where we we plan mm-hmm. on going. So you guys are going to be having a lot of lot of guest appearances on the podcast. A lot of people joining positive podcast history, as mm-hmm. Jake says. And then obviously, <laughs> and then obviously, I think what we've been discussing is making it two a week. And I want we want to get your thoughts on that. How would you yeah. guys feel about a podcast two a week, Tuesday, Thursdays? How we think would be the best way to go today obviously wednesday a little bit of a last minute change just due to the heat and the panthers in the playoffs yeah, but what no. games those were i mean come on those are panthers some knock games. off the leafs and the heat just barely yeah if it weren't for the refs and the fact that butler was hurt i mean come they on they smoked I think they yeah so i think we'll start with well yeah let us know in the comments Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts Tuesday, and, Thursday, and, Thursday. and let us know what guests you want to see on the show because we will listen and we will try to make that happen. We have a list and mm-hmm. we would love to add on to and that. We're checking list. it twice. And we're going to find out if they're naughty or nice, I guess is how mm-hmm. we can say it. But anyways, FIU baseball, they head yeah. up to Boca Raton. They get swept by FAU. Uh, I kind of put out a mini recap of this series. If you guys want to read it, go ahead on Lemon City Live. They're currently playing Bethune-Cookman, the Wildcats, and I think mm. they're winning 7-0, so handling business as they should against a team in the Wildcats. FIU currently, and you could fact-check me on this, I think they're 16-27. and 27. A win tonight against the Bethune-Cookman Wildcats would av- officially have them with a better record than the 2022 season, which was 16-34. and 34. Yeah. So already, I mean, it's one more win, but Rich Witten making strides with the FIU Panthers, and in what was considered a bridge year, will be a year of improvement where the offense just looks better. 
the pitching sometimes looks good. Back yeah. in, still needs its work. You know, through I think transfer portal is going to be big for this team, especially to see what they bring into the recruitment class. Obviously, the need is pitching right now, and obviously yeah. you want to find some outfielders because not only is Alex Sanchez leaving and probably going to the major leagues, in this case, minor league baseball, but I mean. Ryan Guidas, I believe, gone next year. Who's your DH? Adrian Figueroa still has a couple years left. Mikey Rosario still a couple years left. So, so you really do have to start looking for the recruits. But looking at mm-hmm. FAU, that series, man, was it stressful, Jake? I mean, it was stressful and it was disappointing for many reasons. But I think the biggest reason that that um we should mention was uh the offense, or should I say, lack of offense at times, right? Not even because... that, Jake. Just the pitching. The pitching was disappointing mm-hmm. from start to finish. Yeah. When you when you give up ten runs and then you give up thirteen in another game, I mean, come on, man. I mean, you know, Here, here here's the craziest thing, though. Here's the craziest thing. Uh, it in um in all three games of the FAU series, uh, the Panthers only scored eight runs total through all and three. And the average games. seven per game. And if you compare that to how many runs they scored against a, I would say, much better team in the UTSA Roadrunners in that in the series before, they scored uh, 16, 22 runs, and they still lost two or three. But to, to see the offense fall as flat as it did against um, FAU, like the fact that on the Sunday game, they lost by a score of 10 to 1. They only scored one run that game. That's the only time this season that they've only scored a single run. They haven't been shut out once yet this season. But that's the first time this season that they've only put up one run in a game, which is crazy, which is insane. Yeah, and, you know, I guess if we look at positives of the series, Alex Sanchez still has his on-base streak going. Currently still has it. I think it's at 26 right now, if I'm correct. Mm -hmm. Ryan Guida kept being productive. The guys kept going. And, Jake, you probably have the box scores up with you. And maybe maybe if you could share a screen so the fans could see the box scores we're looking at there. But – when you look at it, I mean, FIU was so impatient in this series as a whole. Mm-hmm. They were just swinging and they were striking out. I don't know if it was swing and miss. You know, broadcast isn't the greatest to watch when, it, when yeah. they were against FIU. But, man, they were swinging and missing. They were striking wow. out. FAU's pitching looked just completely dominant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And combine, combine the uh, – FIU's lackluster pitching with FAU's good pitching from the start. There was something that we that we haven't seen that often with FIU. Usually, when FIU uh, ends up losing a game, they keep it close for a while, right? But when but when they hit the seventh, eighth, ninth innings, the relievers kind of let the team down. But the FAU series was different because uh, starting off with the Friday game, in the first three innings alone, Florida Atlantic put up 11 runs in the first three innings alone, right? F- FIU didn't put anything. So FIU was down uh, in a big deficit early. Saturday, they kept it close. But then Sunday, again, in the first three innings, they gave up five runs. And they didn't score any of themselves. So two out of three of those games, they were down massive deficits early. that They had to somehow crawl back out of, and, and, and they couldn't. Yeah, I mean, again... I don't really think there's much of an issue when it comes to the offense. Yeah. You know, we, we've, we've discussed this. We've kind of put our foot down saying we like what the offense has done. Not only, you know, a couple series, a couple games, but just throughout the season as a whole. I think the issue right now is just the pitching and the yeah. amount of runs that they give up. Although I will say FAU's pitching looked great that series. Yeah, just looking were, at box scores, those guys look great. There's no other way to say it. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, you know, kudos to them. They're going to leave Conference USA, I believe, as well. I think mm-hmm. all of FAU is leaving Conference USA, and they're yeah. going to go, I think, to the AC, AAC. AAC, the American Athletic Conference. Never heard of it. Not going to lie to you. That, but, that you That's know. where, you know, uh, uh, UCF, you know, when UCF was really big in football, they had the undefeated season. That's the conference. That the conference uh, that's where they are. So it's UCF, USF? Well, UCF is moving to the Big 12, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, which is a massive transfer. That's UCF huge. and oh, horrible! Oh my god! I was I was about to sneeze, but it didn't happen. I I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, UCF and I believe Houston, which is also part of the AAC, they're moving to the Big Twelve. So that's why the AAC had to bring in so many new teams, and they mainly got their new teams from Conference USA. All right. So, but in any coming- event, yeah. Um, pitching for FI for FAU was dynamite and FIU's offense was like the slowest they've been all season. And they still, and they still put up, uh, 
uh, eight runs through it all, which, I mean, if you compare this to some of the uh, series sweeps um, for FIU last season, they would get shut out most of the time, only put up one run or two. So we've said it all year. The offense uh, for this team is phenomenal, right? The offense is phenomenal. We had Jonathan Mayer on the show once, and he gave FAU's offense uh, from an F to A grade, like an A+. plus. It's great. It's, it's really good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's really good. It's just like, the, uh, I'll give you an example. The day you guys did the Grace and James podcast, I mm-hmm. was at enemy to your to- territory in Coral Gables watching yep. the Canes face off against FAU. Mm-hmm. Man, was that a game? I mean, although I think the Canes won by a pretty wide margin towards the end, yeah. FAU's offense was lighting it up. And, you know, it was a bullpen game for the Canes. But, you know, when you have Nolan Shanwell putting up walks giving you rbis do basically doing it from top to bottom of the line even the bottom guys of that lineup in the fau for fau they're pretty good i mean yeah you know if you're, if you're hitting two something in college baseball you kind of worry about the players offensive potential but they're still pretty good and mm-hmm. i don't know if I you want i believe you know, they lost 12 to 9 in in that game uh, so, that, that you went to in coral gables yeah it was, it was something like that but mm-hmm. you know um just kind of to put a you know finale on this FAU series, kind of look ahead because there's not many series left. So I, I think what we yeah. can do, Jake, is kind of just look at everything left. I mean, okay. two games against Miami, you have Charlotte. I guess if you want to talk a little bit about the Bethune Cookman game now, and then uh, Western Kentucky, which is the series. I'll be at two games. I don't know if you'll be at one or two, but anyways, yeah. um, just to put a you know kind of a just to wrap up FAU. Um, FIU ends up, I think, just winning one game out of the series mm-hmm. of this whole series this year. They, they uh, yeah, I think FAU did take, did they take two out of three against uh, FAU earlier? And let me double check. No, no, because this was nope. the second uh, series. And okay, yeah, so FIU only got one win against the Owls, and that was a, and that was the mercy rule win. That was that was the mer- that was cool, but that was there. That was that was that cool. Doesn't, that doesn't translate well when you when it goes up against the fact that they lost that many that many yeah. games to FAU. It's it, cool because it's something you like you rarely you rarely ever see. But I think looking I, just I a little bit, I would still take a, a serious win over that. Yeah, let's look a little bit back. Just one series because we didn't talk about this one, the mm-hmm. UTSA series. Okay, uh, I was on the call with Johnny for the second game. We had to cut it short because of football. Yeah, well, we had the fifteen minutes of football spring showcase, but. Um. Yeah. Uh, just looking at that game one. I don't know if you're looking at these these scores, Jake. But yeah, twenty two to eight, not <sighs> good. Um, and then set game two, which was postponed midway through. What a game! What a that, game! That it was, was crazy. I, I was at that game as well because that was right before the the spring so- were, showcase. Yeah. And yeah, you were obviously when the spring showcase got can't basically canceled due to the weather. So did the baseball game. And it started up early. Ruben Carpio, and I'm going to look at the box score because Ruben Carpio, and we have to talk about him because he's been one hell of a player so far mm-hmm. for FIU. Just looking at the box score, let's look at here. Ruben Carpio, he had five RBIs in this game. Just shows how good he is. He went four for five with five RBIs, only struck out once. And that just shows how good he was, not only in that game, but how good he's been thus far for FIU this year. Someone who definitely you have to keep an eye out on for next season. Kind of mm-hmm. came in late into the season or incorp- was incorporated late into the season. But then looking at that final game, they went 6-1. to one, Really everything clicked for FIU. So, And UTSA, again, the number 22-ranked UTSA yeah. Roadrunners. So just your quick thoughts on the series, and then we can move on to kind of talk about you know the fun that and that awaits for us. Uh, Granted, the pitching – FIU's pitching had had a big task for them, right? They're they're taking on one of the best teams, probably the best team in conference. You'll say one of the best teams in the nation, and they didn't they didn't deliver. And it they they set the scene in the first game, draw, giving up twenty two runs, um, which was which was bad enough. The offense, I think, did as much as they could. Eight runs, usually in in a baseball game, eight runs will certainly probably get you the win, but not not against this team. And then, uh. The second game wasn't much better. It, it, it was close, which was great, but still, giving up nine runs in a game is is, is just rough. It, it was back to back to back though. Early on, FIU scored first. UTSA retaliated. FIU answered. It was a sort of back and forth affair, but ultimately the Roadrunners uh, came away with the win, thanks to the three uh, three runs in the sixth inning. And 
Thankfully, it was nice to see FIU make some adjustments and the pitching actually hold off UTSA for the uh, final game on Sunday um, to at least salvage one win in the series. But when you look at the numbers, they gave up, and, and I want to get my math right, they gave up 32 runs against UTSA, 32 right. runs total. And after that, they gave up, let me get my math right, 31 runs against FAU. So that's well, – that's 60 – what am I looking at? 63, 64 runs in six games of, of play? That's utterly ridiculous. And obviously it's unacceptable to give up 60, 63 or 64 runs um, in just six games of, worth of work against conference opponents. And, again, can't blame the offense because the offense, for the most part, did their job. But when – when these when these opposing teams could just do pretty much whatever they want to do on offense because not just the starting pitchers couldn't keep up with the offense neither could the relievers and then the closers couldn't do it either so it's unfortunately this has been a story that has plagued FIU for most of the season the offense has been great but the best offense in the world can't stop probably the worst pitching rotation in the conference OK, yeah. so unfortunately, yeah. that's just the way it's been. And if the pitching rotation can't get their act together, granted, they're doing really good against Bethune Cookman right now. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Bethune Cookman, of course, FCS or FCS, they're D D division two. And oh, are they? has historically done great against Bethune Cookman. All right. But when you take on uh, but if you look at the rest of the upcoming schedule, you have. Western Kentucky, 25 and 20 record, a very solid team, especially. Um, and they weren't supposed to be this good, yeah. by the way. They were supposed they were to be supposed around to be FIU. No, no. Yeah, you're right. But still, they have put in the work and against FAU, by the way, they swept FAU. Western Kentucky yeah. swept FAU this season. Okay. Yeah, and FAU, so, uh, you know, Western Kentucky, was, as I mentioned, and I was talking to Johnny today off, off, mm -hmm. you know, just before the show. And we were talking about, you know, how uh, Western Kentucky is supposed to be playing. And they're supposed to be just as good as FIU or just, I yeah. guess, as bad in this case as FIU. But they're playing some good baseball and everything seems to be clicking for them. I don't know if, you know, we're going to talk more about those series. But very quickly, just to give you guys an update on the Bethune-Cookman game. Currently 7-2 with in the bottom of the eighth with one out. John Girardi, Alex Sanchez, Ryan Guida, and um, Christian Paladar, all with a multi-hit game. RBIs come from Christian Paladar and Roland Quevedo. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, almost everyone in the lineup has walked, except you're pretty much the heart of the lineup there. But, hey, I mean, FIU looking good. Shout-out to Joel Pinero, who mm -hmm. came back yeah. from Tommy John, made his second appearance today, um, went two innings, struck out three, didn't give up. I don't think he gave up a run. No, he did not. Yeah. Didn't give up a run. Only gave up – no, they didn't even give up a hit. Hitless outing for um, – for, uh, no, I lied. Two hits for Pinero. And okay. then uh, Richie Pena, who technically is a starter, came in four innings, um, you know, only gave up a hit, um, struck out three, really didn't give up a run. And then um, Lampton came in, gave up two runs, two earned, three, uh, three hits, two strikeouts. And now Kevin Martin's in the game trying to – I guess you could say shut this down and hopefully not blow a lead. Yeah. So and anything you want to comment on that, and then we'll move on to talk about. I guess now. I guess we already kind of touched on the on the WKG. Yeah, WKG Western series. Kentucky, and again, they they've won. I believe they won six of their last seven, including a uh, three game sweep against. Let me make sure I get it here. They they just swept after the sweep against FAU. They lost to Austin P. Then they swept Charlotte, who. FIU will play right after uh, Western Kentucky. So it's worth – no. actually, they're going to play the University of Miami um, in between Western Kentucky and then Charlotte, okay? And obviously, we're, we're going to be there. We're, we're going to root for FIU, of course, and we're going to hope that they can take at least one game against the Canes, who have, have been sort of up and down. They're not ranked at the moment, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. And They aren't. I, th I think they are, though, Jim. They're not? Really? I thought they were. They they they've been ranked for pretty much the majority of the season, but they have had some struggles as of late. Um. But yeah, 
Honestly, oh, like last thing I'll say on Western on the Western Kentucky series, and I'm going to be dead honest. I think FIU is going to be lucky if they win one, right? No, um, granted, no, it's I, at home. I, I was talking, and I know John is an optimist, but and he's probably he, he's probably he's probably, <laughs> he's probably our one listener right now. And yeah. I and I will Johnny, say, well, uh, keep it keep in mind that the uh, the the viewership thing doesn't count the 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 good Twitter, Twitter folks who are yeah. watching this on the Twitter account. So, but anyway, Johnny is first of all, hey Johnny, yeah, we love you, Johnny. But by God, let's just be real here for a second. Just if you look at the pitching and the offense as of late, it's been one of the worst it's been the entire year. And when you take on a team such as Western Kentucky that is sort of in a similar boat to FIU, their offense is absolutely spectacular. They put up 14 runs in their in their latest win against Charlotte. I think it's going to be rough for FIU. Could they win the series? I wouldn't be surprised, but I I would predict they they take one game against the Hilltoppers. I mean, at this point, you you take any one you could get, especially mm-hmm. if they win tonight against Bethune Cookman. But okay. really quickly, kind of just to start previewing the Kane series. Um, so they play Presbyterian for the next for this weekend. But just looking back, they beat Louisville two out of three, winning game one six to five. They get shut out 11 to 0 in game two. They win 10 to 7 in game three. They mm-hmm. beat FAU 12 to 9. They they had to postpone a game in the Georgia Tech series. So I mean they, 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 oh well I lie. They beat they won two out of three, but it was it was a four-game set. So they had to postpone one. They beat Bethune Cookman. They lost to FAU just going even further back. So I mean, look, we I think we we could kind of compare this and say that. UM and FIU do have some comparisons where yeah. the top of the lineup for both teams is probably the best you'll get. It's I mean, A1. Have... Yeah, it's phenomenal. Exactly. I mean, just just off the top of my head, Zach Levinson, Blake, um, so, how do you say his last name? Freshman, all all fresh, full freshman. Oh, let me let me let me uh, pull Blake up. Blake Sear? So, something along those lines, yes. Something along those lines. But going on, you on Morales, you have him. I think I mentioned Zach Levinson. I mean, that top of the that top of the Canes lineup is so good. It's it, it's ridiculous. It it we we already know this. It's major league level, and a lot of those Canes players are are going to get, get drafted. But at the same time, we were there. We we saw how close the FIU got to knocking off the Canes in Coral Gables. And that's it's kind saying. of funny. It feels like in a rivalry, this has become a rivalry in baseball, uh, especially this because of how close the games are. I think that FIU gets it done against the Canes in their upcoming matchup this the, the on Wednesday solely because they'll get it done once, man. They'll get yeah. it done in one of these two. I, I just feel. I mean, they're they're that close to doing it. I mean, <laughs> the other day when, when I was with Johnny, this may have been, hmm, this may have been when when you when you came before you came. I was like, you saw the video of the homer because I told him, get a video of this because this is pretty historic. And it was the video of the Zach Levinson bomb is what he showed me. Oh, no. And, and he deleted the video right away. Oh. <laughs> but just kind of <laughs> Low-key, I kind of wish he kept it, though. It would have been funny to see my reaction because as soon as I heard the crack of the bat, I as just soon I, knew it, wasn't even it, was it was like right? it was like as soon as I saw the ball in the air, I'm like, uh, yeah. As soon as I gone. heard the crack, my heart dropped, and I know your heart dropped too because you were right next to me on the call. Yeah, I was. We were. I was in utter disbelief, but I had to keep talking because I was commentating the game. So I was like, okay, it's deep, it's deep, it's gone. I I had like no emotion left. We didn't even do any post game show. Or no, we, we we couldn't. We couldn't believe what we had just saw. Right? Because in my head, I mentally had what I was going to say ready for when they got the strikeout. It'd been like history for the first time in five years. Hey, I mean, the Canes in, in it could happen this, it could happen this, this it year. could happen. And at yeah. this point, I'm going to be more annoyed than anything. If they can't get it done on Wednesday, right? Not even that. I mean, they still have two more chances, Jake. They, they have two chances, right? And you could even make the case that, their chance will probably be the highest in the last game when they're at home. Mm-hmm. Although the Canes do bring their peeps, you got to keep in mind that FIU is probably more accustomed to that stadium, and I, yeah. it's just going to be a lot better for them, is how I see it. Maybe, but not, not to mention that um, if something that we saw a couple happen a couple times at the uh, Canes game was Miami challenging uh, 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 a ruling on the on the field because they're 
their field happens to have a like 20,000 cameras at all times, something that the FIU baseball stadium doesn't have. And if I'm not mistaken, there were a couple of calls. There was at least one or two calls that were reversed in favor of Miami in that first game at Coral Gables. But anyway, we'll be there, and we hope that FIU can get it done. This has become a very fun rivalry this year. Usually for the last couple of years, it's been blowout after blow when we take on Miami. But to see the, the games this close, granted, we haven't won, but we've been super competitive. And I think I think they just they have to take one. And yeah, we're hoping that it's this Wednesday. I, I hope that they win the last two and they split the series. That would, that be, would nice. be awesome. That would be great. Would be awesome. Especially with the Canes, who are I think they're on Omaha watch. Yeah. So you could especially maybe they start bringing in their lower, you know, not the top tier pitching we know the Canes could have. So if that's the case, I mean, yeah, hell, why doesn't FIU take advantage here and get themselves a couple nice looking wins? Yeah, they better. But I just mean, to look at the Canes roster here quickly, CJ Kafis probably going yeah. in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, Blake's Blake Blake Sear, we'll just say that for now. Um, probably gonna go in the draft soon once he's draft eligible. Zach Levinson, another guy who's probably going to go in the draft. Brian Walters, right? You know, baseball is probably going. The Canes baseball is going to have more players drafted than football just recently. Probably. I only saw like one or two players for the Canes. Yeah, I, I will say a couple guys didn't get signed from the from the the, the, the Dolphins in the yeah. I just saw that. So, so shout out to those guys, Dominic Patelli. You also have Andrew Walters. I mean, yeah. just drop the bottom. This team is so fun to watch. Yanni Morales. Um, the, you're, this is going to be such a cool guy for you to see. I hope he plays. Jacoby Long. This Jacoby guy Long. has the look of a, of Aaron Judge. This guy is number 99. He looks like Aaron Judge, and he is pretty damn fat, and he's a freshman. So, I hope. He's I a hope freshman? He How? What, what's his What's his height and weight? I need to know now. He is 6. He's, is it this guy? It's six one. There's no okay. way. I may be looking at the wrong guy. So you're saying if he if he just pops ah, on the, found the him, great found him, Lorenzo okay. name Lorenzo Carrier outfield six five he's a red shirt freshman and he's two hundred twenty five wow. pounds. That guy so it, is a if unit. if he were to put on a a uh, some white Yankee pinstripes and then and then a cap a Yankee with no prim he he's he's Aaron Judge. Probably well, he then, looks a lot okay, like okay I mean, well just the body just the body type he looks like Aaron Judge and and you'll see him. I hope he does play because I would love to see him play. That guy you, intrigued me. You a lot are going to be at Coral Gables on Wednesday, right? Just lock locking it in. Yeah, yeah. We're we're locking it on stream, baby. We're gonna all we're gonna be there, of course. And hey, I mean, if, 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 if any if any of you are going to be at that game and want to say, hey, I mean, we're going to be there. So yeah, yeah, we'll be there. Anyway, after we'll the be, after we'll that game, our, they take on Charlotte. We'll be drinking the Mark Light Oh yeah, the we'll Mark be drinking the Mark Light We had to. I had the J-Ro, I, I, I want to say. something. Along no, you didn't have the J-Ro. You had the Wizard or something, right? The Wizard, you're right. The, and it was, I had the J-Ro. It was fire. I'm going I'm I'm to switch it up this time around. Okay, yeah, of I, course. I think it's it only right. I think, right, you would say? Yeah. I will say, though, those shakes are good. Are they $11 good? <laughs> I, I had know. to pay for it the last time when I went. It was Why? $10. Oh, yeah, because you, 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 you were basically a fan for that game. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Alrighty then. Moving on, well, they're taking yeah. on Charlotte after the that Canes game. Uh Charlotte has a 23 and 21 record. They're 12 and 8 in the conference. Kind of a mixed bag as far as um how good they've looked. They've had some games where they looked phenomenal and some other games um where they have looked bad. They got swept by Western Kentucky not that long ago. However, they did sweep UAB uh, a week before and they're coming off a loss against Coast or actually they're coming off a win against ranked Coastal Carolina, number 7th in the nation. And Charlotte knocked them off in in Conway, South Carolina. Oh, by the way, they're taking on something FAU right now. So actually, they're, they're taking on FAU this Friday. I, I something say. to mention about this team is, despite the record they have, just overall, look at their conference record. They're two. They're twelve and eight. So mm-hmm. it shows their success in the conference. Yeah, they'll probably be making it into the tournament. So yeah, just to look at that. And the, I mean, the good thing for FIU is that they're. Uh, for basically seven straight games, actually eight straight games, I should say, 
beginning with Western Kentucky, then Miami, then Charlotte, then Miami again. They don't have to get on a plane or get on a bus and go anywhere, right? Because they're well, bus, yes. bus, yes. bus, bus to Crow Gables. That's like a 20-minute ride, big deal. Yeah, um, they they don't have to go uh, a travel. So that's nice, and that's why I think that they can actually do well against the Charlotte. They can definitely take two or three from the 49ers. Yeah. And yeah, again, th- this is optimistic Jake speaking instead of realistic Jake, right? Realistic Jake doesn't feel good about the Western Kentucky matchup or this based on the numbers, but baseball is a funny game like that, you know? Um, yeah. So after Charlotte, they take on uh, the, the Canes again, this time at FIU Baseball Stadium. That's the final out-of-conference game of the year. That's also the final home game of the year, too. Well, yeah, final home game. That's because the after that, they go to – they play three games at Rice, and Rice is actually not having a great season. They're 17 and 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 26. So kind of like uh, FIU, basically. Yeah, but but they they are at home. They're at Houston. Okay, so uh, they're seven and fourteen in the conference. They're nine and f- here's the, here's why I actually the FIU will do well. Rice is nine and fourteen at home, which is uh, kind of crazy. Granted, uh, FIU is only oh god, do I even bring it up? FIU is one and fourteen on the road. Oh, that's rough. Um, I mean, their only win on the like, road came against Dallas Baptist, but I guess they are they're the way it looks. They are going to get a second road win today uh, against Bethune Cookman. Yeah, it's basically um, odds against odds in Daytona Beach. But yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's been rough on the road for FIU. My it's lord. Yeah. Let's yeah. see how that game is looking up right now. Seven two, bottom of the ninth. Should be. I it's think. okay. So it's looking good for the for, for the Cats. Yeah, for the Panthers. Outs. I forgot. Daytona is also the Cats. Yeah, looking looking good. Three more outs, and FIU will officially be better than last season. I guess is how we could say it. So, I mean, congratulations to Rich Witten for not for just like Mike McIntyre wasting no time improving the team from the season beforehand. Yeah, right? and Rich Which and cool. you know Rich Witten, the coach is great, but Rich Witten, the person and how he's treated media thus far, he's been great. Because I know you guys had your your stuff with Marvel, which I know is a great human, but. Yeah, um, Merville was a cool dude, but he just didn't put up results. And he had like a like I think what six six years to do so never really happened. Um, but yeah. Rich, I mean, Rich, Rich is already yeah. improving. Okay? He's already improving, and I mean, he, he has and again, I, I I love to bring up the comparison between him and Mike McIntyre. Mike McIntyre put up four wins in in his first season Com- compared to the year before that. He was also lights out. Lights out! Lights out! I should have seen that coming. <laughs> Sometimes Damn, I, you, you I've, just, been, like, I've been finding different. Yeah, times dude, in the you, podcast just, you just slip that. them in there, huh? The beginning, the middle, and I, I've been doing like the latter end a couple of times. I, I I just switch it up today. Okay. All right. So, do we have a news break or no? We do not have a news break. It's been kind of a boring week, but yeah. we do have some teams we want to shout out because I think this is right the right time for a news break. Okay, just to yeah. talk about those teams. Yeah. Well. All right. Well. Welcome. Because, like, to... it's like not to be that guy, or you know, uh-huh. we aren't the most knowledgeable when it comes to I think. Tennis yeah, we're, and... we're 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 trying to grow the brand, and you'll see after episode twenty, the 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 guests we bring on, we're gonna try to do all sorts of 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 we're gonna make the effort. We're gonna make FIU the effort. athletics because again, God bless FIU. They're one of those colleges that have like pretty much every sport you can think of. Except for hockey, Scott. I didn't even I didn't even know they had a golf team. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> no hockey, I, Scott. I didn't know. Just, just come on, give us the, the hockey team. Right, anyway, um, this college, okay. college hockey is a thing. Of course, college hockey is a thing. That's how most of the big time NHL players who are American. That's where they go. Well, the shout Kings out to um, Quinnipiac. I think that's how you say it correctly. Knocking off Michigan in the championship game in the Frozen Four. Uh, Basically, all the all the northern colleges in the U.S. have hockey. Oh, okay, well, like all the big this. time north. Actually, not even big time. Some of the smaller college programs of the north, like 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 Boston University, always has a great team. Quinnipiac, who just won the championship, has a great team. And those schools like Michigan and Ohio State, uh, they have some really well, good I mean, hockey. Those makes more sense than FIU to have a hockey team. I don't. Yeah, I don't think there's 
any hockey team in Florida that has one? But I mean, you have a, you have not one, but you have not one but two NHL teams in the state of Florida. Come on, you make, you yeah, make it happen. that's true. Yeah. Shout out to the Florida Panthers who uh, knocked off the Toronto Maple Leafs. And yeah, that was a good game. That was fun. after after conquering the great almighty Boston Bruins, who had like the greatest season in hockey history, who blew a three one lead to the Panthers. That was crazy. My God, that was, that was insane. Wild. Matthew Tachuk is that. God. Brandon Montour and Carter Verhage are gods, and Bobrovsky is back to his old self. So yeah, man, that was if, wild. If they can knock off Toronto next, I mean, my God, it's crazy. They they beat the best team in hockey, and then immediately have to play the second best team in hockey. And so far, they're, they they look good in their first. Yeah, game. but if I'm correct, the Maple Leafs really haven't made the playoffs in a while, right? Or they haven't this, moved on to the second well, round. Yeah, like the Maple Leafs, this was their last. They played Tampa uh, in the first round, and that was their first series win. Since like what, like 2013 or something? So, so yeah. I mean, it can only get better for Florida because if, if you recall last year, the Panthers knocked off the Capitals in the first round, their first series win since I think the freaking 90s, and then they got blown. They, they got their doors blown off by Tampa Bay. Um, but anyway, the All this right. Panthers team has been fire. Anyway, well, we're, we're, we're on. I mean, tennis, we, tennis. we do cover we're the about, Panthers. Right? Give a shout out to tennis. Yeah, let, let's shout out tenant. There, there are two teams. There are two programs we want to give big shout outs to, and the first one is is women's tennis. Um, uh, so they finished uh, the regular season on a high note, um, knocking off FAU. Maybe baseball should take notes. But in the conference USA uh, tournament, they blew the brakes off of UTSA. They blew the brakes off of Louisiana Tech. And in the final, and in the championship game against uh, Rice, oh, guess what? They blew the brakes off of them as well. An absolutely dominant tournament run for this women's tennis team. They finished with an overall record of eighteen and four, three and one in the conference, perfect at home, two and three on the road, and they are going to be competing in the NCAA tournament live from Coral Gables. Um, so, so they don't even have to travel far. They're taking on the University of Auburn in the first round. That is going to be. Um, this Friday at 10 a.m. They're taking on the 19th ranked Auburn uh, University Tigers. And again, just a solid job for the tennis team. Tennis has always been a really great program for the last couple of years. They have had winning records and have had wins in the Conference USA tournament, but they could never um, just secure the, the the championship. But this, this year they did. So super special for them as they take on uh, – um, a massive school in Auburn, but FIU is absolutely no joke uh, when it comes to tennis. So again, shout out to the tennis team. If anyone from the tennis team is is, is watching this again, uh, great job um, and good luck against the University of Auburn. Now let's move on to beach volleyball. That's the second team I, I wanna I wanna congratulate here. Beach volleyball has again always been a really 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 great program for FIU. And they are coming off a very solid Conference USA tournament run as well, knocking off Jacksonville State, Tulane, and UAB among a few teams. They are also competing in the NCAA tournament in Gulf Shores, I believe, Alabama, um, where they will be taking on the fourth-ranked Florida State Seminoles. So uh, when, beach volleyball is super cool. They, they sometimes land on campus. They sometimes play like on right on Miami Beach, which is super sick. But they have some absolute high-quality wins against ranked opponents throughout the regular season, such as uh, Stetson, FAU, Tulane, just to name a few, right? And they their current record is two is twenty and sixteen. They were two and one in the conference, four and four at home, four and four on the road. Overall, uh, twelve and eight in neutral site games. So again, congrats to Beach Volleyball on on a successful year, and uh, we wish you the best of luck against uh, the in-state Florida State Seminoles. That game is also this Friday at noon. Um, so, yeah. So, great job to both tennis and beach volleyball. Again, granted, we don't really talk about them that often, but this recent success is absolutely worth mentioning. So, that was your different, but albeit um, uh, very informative news break. Yeah. I mean, Kevin said it better. <laughs> um. By the way, shout out to softball real quick. They have a uh, 21 and 26 record, I should say. They are coming off a uh, 
uh, series against Western Kentucky, which they uh, they only took a single game. They're actually in their final. They're they're going going to begin their final regular season series against the University of Texas uh, UTEP, the UTEP Miners in Texas. That's going to be this weekend, and then it's off to the conference uh, USA tournament for them as well. So, FIU baseball's not making it, right? We don't know. I some F conference USA baseball is weird. Um, have they made it? Have they made it before? They like have Marvel? made it. They they have made it before. Um, sometimes, like the rule, the rules change, and they get and get in. That was during COVID, but they didn't make it last year. And no, no, no. I, I just I, want to double check on for 2021. Do they make it that season? No, they did not. Um, well, yeah, so probably not making it this year, unfortunately. But unfortunately, quick update with the game. Uh, nightmares are starting to happen. FIU is leading, but now it is seven to three. No outs in the bottom of the ninth. They have allowed the first run to score, or oh, heard no. runs to score in this case. Uh, Bethune Cookman scored two in the seventh. So. Kevin, by the time we're done, and if if FIU blows this game, I I I, I, I'm still gonna go to the to the uh, Canes game on Wednesday, but I might. Oh no, we're going to the Canes game no matter what. I just have to rep the green and orange guy. I'm just kidding. I'm just. (laughs) I'm not gonna do that. But Jesus, can they please just get a road win? Well, moving on, basketball. Uh, It's been a while since we've spoken about basketball. I think last time was right at the end of the year where they Mm -hmm. uh, lost in the conference play. Or the conference tournament, I'm sorry. Um, so we kind of have some news with basketball. Jake, if you want to pull up my article, which I wrote, said it just so I could reference that. As I, I am pulling it up right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna share the screen in in, in just a second. But yeah, um, some really new. cool signings for uh, basketball. I don't think we spoke in depth too much on. I know we spoke about it with Adrian about Denver leaving, but just. You know, now that it's us two, we could kind of, I think, make this a little bit longer than keeping it under the hour. But man, Denver Jones losing him—that sucks, Jake. I mean, you're it, losing it sucked because Denver Jones was the—he was the face of of the French of the franchise at that point in time. Now, the responsibility I would think falls to Arturo Dean, who was just entering a sophomore year to be sort yeah. of the face of the team. But, no, Denver Jones was absolutely sort of the rock on the offense, and he even played his part in the defense from time to time. But he averaged 20 points a game, right? That's absolutely insane for an FIU basketball team that hasn't really had an offensive leader to put up numbers like that in a very, very long time, right? And Jeremy Ballard, who signed that extension. Um, congrats to him, by the way. Yeah, he congrats to him. But he, he wanted to promise that – he wanted to build the team he had and improve the team he had moving forward because he knows the talent is there. And while I still think he can't do that because there are a lot because there are a lot of great players on this team, in my opinion, to lose your biggest player like that in an incident, and somehow have to figure out how you're going to fix that. It's not easy. Okay. Luckily, luckily the transfer portal exists, and that's kind of where FIU basketball has been going with these new guys they've brought in. They brought in the 15th ranked JUCO prospect, and if you could share screen. Yes, sir. Give me one second. Yeah, because I will tell you right now, I don't know how to say that first name. Jake. Here we go. Yeah. We're okay. So, oh, Oketchukwu Okeke. That is a absolute white guy layman serves way to pronounce That was really that. bad. We'll just say Okiki. I think it's Okiki. So, yeah. we'll go and say Okiki signed with the Panthers as a transfer. He is the 69 sophomore Juco. He averaged 8.9 points per game, 5.6 rebounds, and shot 65.4 from Mm. the field. Um, I mean, this guy's going to bring you size. He is one of the top Juco products in the country, as Johnny mentions in his tweet. Yeah, shout Um, out Johnny. Look at all the offers he had from from some schools that are like power five, like some big schools. Kansas State, Arizona State, Maryland, Memphis, Tulsa, Charlotte, and others. I mean, for, 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 for this team to be able to land someone of his talent, He's going to be making a big impact. And look, and we'll say this right now. I mean, Nick Waterama, unfortunately, was not able to finish off the season, was injured. So luckily now, they, this is definitely someone who is going to be up to replace him. And if not, back him up, back up Mohamed Sonogo, which is the same case with the next guy we're going to talk about here, which is mm-hmm. Jonathan Abar, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jonathan Abar, 
Um, I think he's a transfer out of North North Florida. He was yeah. one of the better guys out there too. 8.3 points per game, 3.3 rebounds. Unfortunately, not many assists. He's definitely someone who's probably going to back up Sonogo. I mm-hmm. think that's where his role lies more. And Okiki will probably be a starter. Obviously, when we talk about FIU basketball, we need to bring Johnny on soon. But of we'll course. talk more about these guys because he he's locked in on these guys when it comes to basketball. So shout out Johnny again. Shout out Johnny. Yeah. And but yeah, you know, um, these are some good picks, by the way. Low, by the way, in-state talent. Of course, Tallahassee Community College here, and and Abar is is from Kissimmee, which is not that far away, right? Yeah. So super cool that they're bringing in um, local talent, and in and in um, uh, uh, in Okiki's case, JUCO JUCO talent, which as as we know about JUCO, uh, JUCO JUCO. Um, some of the best JUCO schools, JUCO schools in the country, can provide absolutely insane talent. So to find, to to find a player like this who he has the size, he has the statistics that, that I think can only improve in a team at FIU. Um, it, it's it's a great pickup, um, and, and and the same thing for Abar. And but I got to say, Abar has big shoes to fill um, with 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 Denver Jones, and I, I'm assuming some more players even before the. We we get closer to the fall semester. The roster is going to shake up again, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, if if you see with Guadarrama now gone, that's someone who stretched the floor and immensely. You're not going to see that from Abar, which is why I really do feel like he'll be more in the backup role just mm-hmm. to start off. Now, obviously, if this guy starts you know killing it out there and he's playing well. You're going to obviously put him at that power forward spot and pair him up with Mohamed Sonogo and kind of have two power forwards there. So. You know, by the way, he, Abar, Abar's father used to used to. Uh, yeah, I saw that on the, the, on the men's basketball team, and then in in the late nineties, yeah. that's super cool. Yeah, I mean, when you look at um, just you were looking, I was looking at the press release. He, um, yeah, I saw that, and I and so that was something cool to add there. Now, when we look at this team right now, Jake, as constructed or as built, they still need a point. They still need that shooter. They need that Denver Jones type yeah. of player. And right now, Arturo Dean, I do think he has the possibility to do it. But he with could. someone like Dean, who gets you the, those highest high amounts of assists, he's a defensive menace on the other side. I mean, you need that guy to stay like that. He's he's a disruptor that will get you a good amount of points and assists, and really just move the ball around well. Which is what I love about someone so much about Arturo Dean. I want to find that Denver Jones-esque player in that transfer portal. Even if maybe it's on the roster right now. You never know. Corey Brewer had a good end to the year. Yeah. I mean, you, you have some good players right now on the roster that could live up to the Denver Jones hype. But I would really like to bring in an experienced transfer player that you could kind of say, this is the Kiwan Jenkins of the of the basketball team. You know, that's the hype I want to bring onto this team. Have that big star. And I think Arturo Dean could live up to that. I'm not saying he can't. And you could agree with me, Jake. I think you want Arturo Dean to stay in the current role he is in, where he is being a disruptor that's going to get you a lot of points. I, I don't mean to interrupt you. It is seven to six. Are you serious? Bottom. It is seven to six. Are they going to blow this? No. Can you please share the screen and leave the the thing as Un- we talk? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. No. 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 Because un- unfortunately, to- the, the the Facebook broadcast for the game it's audio only. Yeah, they, they um, were having I seen a, a video of it, but just they have the scoreboard there and it is seven to six. One out. Please put the live stats thing on. We need okay. not only for myself, but for the ones watching on Twitter. Anyway, I, I, I didn't mean to. Uh, no, no, I'm glad you interrupted me for that. How it, did inter- interrupt the flow of basketball? But yeah, because yeah. even Gus, Gus is here texting us. I was like, whoa, Gus is texting us. Did they approve the credentials finally? <laughs> and I mean, and he's like, no way, they're about to blow the lead to Bethune Cookman. Oh my god! I mean, if they go to extras, you just hope the offense. Would Kevin? Would this be the low point? Uh, there, there's been a couple low points, but would this? Be no, no. This one? this would be this would be the low point. Yeah. Okay. Let me let, let, let me uh, let me try to share my screen again, just to have that uh, to our side, just so you all can 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 see. Um, I didn't think 49 minutes in we'd be. I didn't think we'd be 49 minutes into this podcast. Oh, okay, that sounds yeah, that's nice. And look, if you see right there, I mean, pause the podcast. Yes, sir. Um, if you want, pull up maybe the the live stats, the one that 
You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's okay, what me, I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me, all right. Let me stop sharing my screen real quick and pull I'll, that I'll, I'll go and banter a little bit about FIU basketball as you talk about that. Okay. I mean, when you look at the team as constructed right now, I didn't, I personally didn't think they had too much of a lack of big men. But when you really do start to look at it, I mean, besides what Seth Pin- Pinky, Pinnacle and um, Sonogo, you really don't have much. I need mm-hmm. power forward help with Guadarrama now gone, you know, graduated basically. You just have to start thinking, what are you going to bring in an A bar? No, Kiki definitely going to provide you perfectly at the game level. Yeah. I, and again, all right, man. There, I mean, there's there's a lot strikes, of time. Count. Who's that bad? He, this is interesting. This guy, Halen Hall, he was uh-huh. the starting pitcher for today's game. He was really, he was pulling, he was pulling an Otani today. He was pulling an Otani. Wow. Yeah. All right. I, I, I think, I think you're going to see a lot more. Otani-esque players. Uh, that would be this, cool. This next like, decade guy in, of baseball. Just there's a guy in how US. revolutionary Otani has been. The the, the pitcher slash hitter player is going to blow up to to Babe Ruth levels of of excitement for a of, of, yeah. of position player. Anyway, so yeah, I think it's a bit too early to really get a feel for how good the bass the uh, oh two outs okay two outs Finally, two outs um as as far as basketball goes. We'll try to focus more on that as the season begins because then we're going to get a feel of what this final roster is going to look like. But all I'll say is this Denver losing Denver Joes is bad, but I do like these two pickups and I'm and I'm rooting for them and hoping that they can that they can lead lead the team in both uh, offense and, and defense. It's great to have some size and it's great to have some speed. And I think FIU got both with uh, these two players. I mean, completely off topic. I wanted to tell you. I don't know if you knew this. You probably do. Did you know Manny Machado was committed to FIU? I did know that. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. They, they, right. they, well, they did did, did you know Atlanta's guy. put up 13 on Miami? Huh? Did you know the Braves have put 13 on the Yeah, Miami? Don't, don't even talk to me about okay. that. Okay. Marcelo Zuna <laughs> hit a grand slam. Today. I saw that, and it was like, oh. Like the worst hitter. In, 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 moving on. Yeah. Uh, football, <laughs> FIU football. I think we can wrap okay. it up with them. And we'll oh, two outs, nice. All right, um, all right. So FIU football. Um, so we had a flurry of moves. I don't know if you could share. Oh, no, now you can't. We had a flurry of moves. I don't know if you want to share. The Dude, let me go play. By, let me go play by play here. Maybe that'll be a little no. bit. A little bit. Uh, Are you able to open a new tab and kind of go to the article we had set our we had pre written just. To kind of go through, actually, I like I have the moves with me right here on my phone. Okay. FIU football, a couple moves went down after spring, besides the um departure of Lindell Hudson and Shabar Hobby Lee, the two starting offensive linemen, those guys. So Shamar Hobby Lee goes to Houston. Mm-hmm. Today, Lindell Hudson announces he is going to UCF. UCF, USF. I lied. USF. The Bulls, right? The Bulls. He's going to be a bull. So, congrats to those guys who are going to new colleges. We wish him the best. The big loss was Demetrius Hill. Demetrius Hill, who was a, a freshman all conference, he was part of the Football Riders all conference team. He's gone. Um, you know, very surprising. But at the same time, I mean, Jake, this guy had three years of eligibility left. Mm-hmm. He's one. Oh my! Wait, top of the tenth. Did they win? What they scored? Check the check the thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let 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 me check, check the, the play by play. Yeah. Bethune. I can't see it, Jake. Where is it? I'm I'm almost I'm almost scared to pull it up now. But like I no do it do point, it do it. Okay, give me just one second, but. This is crazy. This is the craziest live coverage since me and Johnny saw that witnessed the the cycle that that Marlins uh, cycle a couple episodes back. Oh uh, yeah, didn't you guys leave it? <laughs> you guys left it recording, right? Let's, let's, let's not talk about that. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna go watch that. Give me just this. one second to, to. Oh my god! I'm just gonna go on my phone and see if they won or not. This is giving me too much anxiety. Okay. Okay. The game is over. The game is over. FIU has won by a score. Okay, that's not by a. Oh score. yeah, we're done, dude. Look, it says final right there. Yeah, but all right, you can remove the screen. Lord, now. We'll go that back to was 
unnecessarily scary. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> they pulled the Marlins. The Marlins were leading like seven to two on Saturday. And the bullpen just gave up four runs all of a sudden. I like didn't watch that. I know you didn't. <laughs> all right, moving on. Demetrius Hill losing someone like him. Yeah, you know, Jake, who was basically the heart and soul of your cornerback core because mm-hmm. you lose Dorian Hall. I know I think he's a corner. Dorian Hall, um, just big loss there. So just your thoughts on Demetrius Hill leaving. He had, I believe, 95 total tackles on the year. He had two passes deflected or two fumble, force, three forced fumbles, one interception. I mean, this guy was bound to have another breakout season, mm-hmm. but with three years of eligibility, you're basically looking to get the best offer you can and go to the best team possible. Because if Demetrius yeah. Hill keeps doing what he's doing, I mean. Yeah, I, I think the loss of Demetrius Hill on defense is just as big, if if not bigger, than losing players like Rivaldo Fairweather on offense. That's that's how yeah. much talent he brought to that, to that part of the field. And I got to say, there were a lot of moments last year where FIU secondary just got absolutely wasted time and time again with the mid-range, the long-range passes. But at the same time, pretty much every time – a ball was thrown Hill's way. He had the best coverage out of any, out of out of regardless of any linebacker or any cornerback, pretty much anybody playing the backfield. He was the number one guy, and to see him uh, dip out and, and and of course I and of course I I understand why why he's why he's doing this, um, but at, but at the same time it, it's rough because we we thought we thought we had an idea of what FIU's defense would look like, but now it's it's it's. FIU's defensive backfield has just taken a complete 180. And now all of a sudden it's next man up, which is uh crazy, um, to say the least. So we we have we have seen a lot of of a lot of talent from from the corners in spring training. And and granted, we didn't see anything in the in the spring showcase, but that would have been one of the big highlight areas that I would have liked to have seen was the quarterback versus defensive back battles. Um, yeah, in the spring showcase, which is what I was really looking forward to, just to get a feel for both of them. But yeah, you you still have some players who I think can be great, of course, like Jamal Potts and Adrian Cole. Yeah, um, yeah. but 100%. at this, but oof, Demetrius Hill, that that it sucks. It kind of sucks. It really does hurt. And yeah, just to mention, they did bring in a couple guys, and I'll mention mm-hmm. those right now. Here, we're not going to go too deep into them. An article on that is dropping very soon. Um, they have added Darian Polk, who is a cornerback. So basically just adding some depth to that group after Demetrius Hill left. Cole Smith, uh, who is an offensive lineman. He's basically a center. He is 6'5", 330 pounds. He played for the College of Canyons in Santa Clara, California. And then you have Preston Hawkins, who is a mm-hmm. D3 player. So it goes from – makes the jump from D3 – all the way to D1. He is 6'6", 315 pounds. Those guys are definitely going to get some some playing time, you would assume. So, especially Cole, Cole Smith. And those are some good additions. And I just forgot. There were some more transfers. I, 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 I will but say I'll let you talk. Yeah, as crazy as it seems to have a player jump from D3 to D1, that's not as crazy as you may think it is, right? I mean, there was this one wide, wide receiver. Oh, I think his name was Tyrese Chambers. That was an absolute stud for FIU that has similar sort of backstory coming from JUCO all the way to FIU and having a great, great time. But we we, we have had limited visibility on how these, these new recruits – how well their talents could be. And I think Grayson, I think Grayson James, when we had him on the podcast, he said it the best. There's no substitution uh, as far as seeing skill and talent. There's no substitution than an actual football game for seeing that these practices and, and a spring showcase can only go so far. So by the time week zero rolls around and we know who are the starters for both offense and defense, that's when judgment day is going to happen for these new recruits. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna keep my thoughts on on the uh, the substitutes for Demetrius Hill short because uh, yeah we're, I, we're about to start we, running we just don't time. know enough at that at this moment yeah. we wish him the best and we hope yeah. that there can be a player that can have as big an impact on the bat on the backfield as Hill did but it's not going to be easy that's for that's for damn sure yeah very quickly the other transfers not going to get into them at all much uh, punter Nick Easters. Tight end Cameron Williams. Always use a good punter. Jamari Sylvester and 
cornerback Demetrius Hill. So those are the transfers at the moment. That, that was pretty much the only thing we did see at the spring showcase were the punters. Right? Yeah, yeah, but they have their guy, and obviously yeah. they have they have Jake Jake Gabe. Chase Gabriel, who is Chase Gabriel? Yeah, Chase Gabriel, yeah, better in the team. And according to Grayson James, is is the coolest guy on the roster. So yeah, we'll we'll be bringing okay. him on very soon. We need to confirm that. Yeah, we we, we need to. We need I to, think we're uh, the judges of that, Jake. So yeah, yeah, we're we're reaching the hour mark. Anything else you want to add? Um, just looking coverage wise, I will be there on Friday and Saturday. I will be calling the game with Johnny on Mixler on Friday. Saturday, it is a Conference USA TV game, so listen to Johnny on Conference USA TV if you mm-hmm. buy that. And then Sunday, I'm not sure. By the Kenny, way, shout out to Johnny. Not that long ago, he did his 100th uh, broadcast yeah. for FIU on Mixler, which is absolutely insane. He's Crazy. cracked at it, and uh, congrats to Johnny. And, um, yeah, just – and uh, I will say that um, – well, I didn't go to it. That pause up tour that the football team and Scott Carmichael that looks so did, fun. That bro. looked like a lot of fun. And do you think you'll make it out to one of those? Orlando, uh, no. <laughs> but, well, Fort Lauderdale. But Fort Lauderdale, that's 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 within that's within reach, right? Um, yeah, I'll especially think so. as as uh, because the pause up tour is like sort of taking a break, and then in the right before the fall semester begins, they're gonna they're gonna get back into it on on. Uh, well, actually, I, I, I take that back. The Funky Buddha in Fort Lauderdale, that's where they're going to be. It's on May 17th. Check my schedule. And that. it looked fun. It looked yeah. like truly like the first one, obviously. I think the first one is going to be the best one just because you'll have all the coaches there because yeah. God knows who's going to be for the next one. But, I mean, that looks fun. I, I would say fun. definitely less people in Orlando. But at the same time, if you're in Orlando – and you want to have a fun time. The Top Golf in Orlando, I've been to it. It is awesome. And I don't know. If I don't know if they're going to close it down or or have a certain section reserved for FIU people. And free food. But free food. Free food. Yeah, the 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 food there is the food there was good too. So, yeah. Um, if if you're in Orlando or if you, if you're in Fort Lauderdale and aren't doing anything those days, go to those events because it's super cool what you what you're able to do. I think um, we gotta make it to one of those, Jake. Maybe the we have to. The have only to. thing that sucks, it's on a Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday's a weird day. Granted, the the Canes game is on a Wednesday, and of course we're going to that. But yeah, so coverage wise for us, obviously we're gonna be at the Hilltoppers, um, FIU game at FIU Baseball Stadium. We're then going on our cars just a little bit further to Coral Gables to watch the Canes face FIU, and after that we have Charlotte. So every if I use no longer going on a plane anymore, anywhere else, we have Charlotte. Maybe we'll make one of those. I'm, I possibly will not be making all of them. Definitely, we'll try to make one. Marlins mm-hmm. are in town against the Reds, so you know where I'm going. But and then finally, you have the Canes back at home. So Jake and I will be for there for that Hurricanes game as well at FIE Baseball Stadium. That is the final home game of the year. You could probably bet that's the senior game too. Mm-hmm. Could be. So, and then finally, Rice, and we're not flying to Houston. So <laughs> no, that would be it for our and, and 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 again, the Canes game, right? A uh, big, pretty much any any time they play the Canes, whether it's in Coral Gables or at home, the FIU fans show up. And granted, so do the Canes fans, but FIU, um, very solid, uh, 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 solid record there. So, um, boy, we we we've hit the hour mark, Kevin, and yeah. Uh, and again, I, mean, I mentioned this earlier in news break, but again, um, good luck to uh, women's tennis and beach volleyball. One other thing I did want to mention, which is it's always cool to see these players highlighted, Carissa Kilby from the uh, women's golf team has been was named All Conference USA First Team. And, yeah. and regardless of sport, if you're in the first team in your conference, that means you're damn good, and that means you're damn good, right? So. Um, Women's yes, golf went fifty nine to 40, 45. They have some. They have some long seasons um, in in golf. Uh, they, they they had a solid outing in the conference USA championships in mid April, and the um, I believe I believe they are going to be in the NCAA regionals in Palm Beach uh, next week from the eighth to the tenth. So again, shout out to all these all these awesome awesome schools, and of course, lest we forget swimming, who has been the absolute dominant program for fiu uh, for for a while but uh yeah yeah kevin mentioned it earlier episode 20 is going to be 
going to be an absolutely in in insane episode i think we don't want to spoil too much but it's going to be our first episode with four people um you me oh, johnny and our and our special our guest. guest yeah um Only i don't want to give, out, give out too many hints i don't want people to come up with ideas to to ring any bells but yeah let's uh um, we're talking we're talking some cool stuff we're talking some cool stuff with it's a, gonna be real it's actually gonna first be really cool. ever professional athlete we've had on the show sorry billy gill that was not a did not reach the pros as as a track and field star sadly he, he is a pro with the dan levitard show but yeah. uh yeah did you see their new studio that's cool fire absolutely it's amazing fire. it's really yeah. cool yeah yeah so oh, i mean and I, and something else that's cool that in in that we've been working with the lemon city crew are we talking merch merch kevin are, are, are we talking merch oh yeah i mean we're gonna get it first see how yeah, it looks. okay well when and you see us see that goes. repping the swag but merch might be on the way might yeah might that might with a capital m but yeah it looks pretty good the chances the are amount of of followers and fans that we've seen these past couples especially of course with the grace and james episode which blew up like dynamite um, mm-hmm. it's brought up the idea, which is super, super sick. And again, we can't thank you all enough, um, for yeah, everybody watching this on our Twitter or the lemon city, Facebook and YouTube. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, and just right now with, you know, Eric no longer here with us, not dead. He shout out Eric. No, no, no. He's, no, he's, he's not dead. He's gone. He's gone. He's, you know, he's on his new journey, which he'll announce very soon, but you know, you keep up with their site, keep up yeah. with the writing Jake and I do. I mainly do the FIU writing. We do the podcast. Jake, keep him up with the Panthers, uh, yep. Florida Panthers, per se, and the mm-hmm. Dolphins. But just keep up. I mean, we yep. have a lot of content dropping this summer. Summer, I mean, and then season two starts two episodes a week. Two episodes a week. That's going to be insane. That's going to be insane. But some thematic so weeks where it's just football. We bring in a bunch of football players for one week. And then, like, it, it oh, the, the ideas. Uh, we, we don't want to spoil anything, right? But, we don't uh, want to spoil anything, but we're growing and growing and growing. But we're going episode by episode. And, and again, episode 20 should be a fun one. And we'll, and we'll all see you there. And from Jake, myself, we'll see you guys in one week or less than a week, six days. Yeah. See you guys there. And as always, pause up. Pause up.